Welcome to the Latchkey Sibs, the podcast that challenges three siblings to take a look at our childhood movie cabinet and one film at a time, criticize or defend the viewing choices we made as kids. I'm your host and the youngest sibling, Gray Baker. I'm Holland and I'm the oldest. I'm Allegra and you may call me Aunt Vicky. <laughs> I was hoping that was the one you were going to do. Meg is really good at mimicking me. She's like... Really good at going, you can call me Aunt Vicky. That's the original uh, bitchy The original lady. girlfriend of yeah. the dad in the OG parents. Yeah. Life. I'm sure that's one of your trivia notes. I didn't even put it in because like everyone, everyone knows, knows that. that. Everyone who's anyone knows that. Everyone knows. So what we do here each week is one of us has to present a movie to be critiqued while the other two score it based on five specific categories. Each week's score will be added up, and at the end of each season, the sibling with the most points will be labeled master of the remote control, while the loser will be forced to do some sort of punishment chosen by the winner. This week is my turn to defend, and I had the pleasure, and I will have the pleasure, of defending 1998's breakout film, The Parent Trap. The last good movie of the year. <laughs> what? This is our last good movie. Oh, of our year. Of our year. I thought you meant of 1998. I'm like, that can't be true. No. (laughs) (laughs) I can look that up for us. (laughs) Well, when did it come out? 98. Yeah, but the release date. July. Okay. So probably probably not. Probably better movies on the horizon, but what a year would have happened. This came out pre-Oscar season, so. (laughs) Imagine if this was the last last good movie of the year. Um, Saving Private Ryan came out this year and Armageddon. I don't know when, but they came out in the same year. (laughs) Um, Let's see. I'm just looking at Saving Private. Oh, wait. It came out before. Hold on. Saving Private Ryan came out eight days before Parent Trap. <laughs> Armageddon. Holland, I'm just looking at my scores. Wikipedia. And you're going to be so mad. Oh, July 1st, 1998. Okay. This might be the last <laughs> good movie of the year, guys. <laughs> that can't be true. <laughs> well, who knows? Um, but so if it came out in July... Of 98, I was six, Gray was one, and Allegra was three. Yeah, almost four. Almost four. Yes. So I don't think we saw I don't this think in we saw this in theaters, but we definitely had it on VHS in heavy oh, rotation. Oh, oh, oh. If we saw it in theaters, it was probably just me who saw it in theaters, but I don't remember. Okay, I'm going to close my eyes and describe the VHS cover, and you let me know if I'm inaccurate. <laughs> okay, it was a white background, 
Lindsay Lohans's were like back to back with arms crossed looking at the camera and there was like a yellow square in a blue square over the title font. I don't think they were back to back. They were Oh. But, oh. I guess this might be subjective, but A Bug's Life did come out after Game <laughs> Trap. This was our our the, Oh, this one. You're right. They weren't back to back, but they the were both. They had like their hands on their faces like, "Oh my god." Look, I got the squares correct. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Guys, we are all over the place to start I know. Off this <laughs> I'm probably going to edit out a lot of this. <laughs> um, I don't think we saw it in theaters. Because no. uh, I only ever know it from VHS. Yeah. But, I mean, boy, what a VHS. This definitely had a constant loop in our house. Surprise. Surprise we never I actually, I spoke to Dad on the phone oh, yesterday. And I... But I told him, I'm like, send Holland a recording. And he's like, okay, I'll put some actual thought into it because you're giving me a heads up. But he never did because he was literally walking into the door of his parents' house for a belated birthday dinner. So, so happy birthday, I doubt he did it. <laughs> but at least he had some notice. So maybe he can send us something pretty yeah, good. Yeah, I just, I'm um, re-reaching out now. So if I get any recordings from either parent, I will put them here. I'm sure they both have thoughts because this was on heavy, heavy rotation in our home <laughs> growing up. <laughs> yeah. We watched this with our mom last year and she was like, I loved the original and I loved this one. Yeah. It's Nancy Myers. This is definitely yeah, my favorite. Anytime Nancy we talk Myers about this movie, mom talks about the original. Yeah. We had the original too. It was like one, it was like taped off the TV on like a VHS thing. I saw it maybe once all the way through. I, I watched it a couple times. I don't even think I saw it all the way but through. I was like, this isn't Lindsay No, Lohan. it wasn't as care. fun. I mean, it came out in the 60s and like... I didn't like their haircut. <laughs> yeah, their haircut was bad. <laughs> um, I remember we had like a Disney sing-along VHS and they had the Let's Get Together song on there. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, that's all you need. Yeah. After that, it's like, Ugh, okay, let's get to it. Jesus. But... Yeah. <laughs> like thanks for laying the groundwork, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, I think I had a I think I had a similar aversion um to like older movies as Allegra did to live action as a kid. Mm -hmm. Like I I can guarantee you like 60% of the reason I never wanted to watch Sound of Music was because I could tell it was an old movie <laughs> and then the other four like 30% was because it was a musical. And it was then also the last super 10 was long. because it was long. So long. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, I'm four. You're not keeping my attention right now. <laughs> oh, you can bet your sweet ass. With this five minute ballad <laughs> about wanting to fuck a teenager. What? Sorry. Oh, the 16 going on 17. <laughs> um, well, <laughs> yeah. to be fair, he was also a teenager, so. But he was a Nazi teenager. He was a Nazi teenager. That's where the problem came from. That's the real issue. <laughs> um, yeah, the Sound Debatable. of Music is absolutely um, going to be on my 2023 draft. Be ready for it. <laughs> I love the Sound of Music. No. <laughs> no. It's so long, though. It's I don't so know long. if I really want to. I don't know if I want to sit and watch it critically because having to, like, really pay attention for that long. Oh, my God. <laughs> Oh boy. I'll just say this. I mean, I guess I don't know Megan's opinion on A Sound of Music, 
or the sound of music. Like, I just, I don't know if she has like fond memories of it, if she's seen it. Like, I, I genuinely don't know. But based on the duration of it alone and the overall consensus of any movie that's over 90 minutes that we have to watch that she doesn't have like a strong fondness for, if she doesn't like it and you make us watch it, she's going to hate it. <laughs> It is almost three hours long. It is two hours. Okay, I think even if she likes it, we're both going to hate it. It is two hours and 52 minutes long. That's pretty fucked up. Don't do this to us, Allegra. It's too long. Do you want to hear my current, like, ideas for the 2023 draft? Let me know if you sense a theme. Oh, I just got, hang on. I just got a text from Dad. Okay. Lindsay's breakout movie... I thought this remake did the original justice. Great acting, cute and funny. I could still watch it today or watch it again today. Thank you, Dad. So obviously I was a child of the Haley Mills parent trap, but Lowen parent trap is not bad. Um, maybe even better than the original. I remember you all watching it religiously. I'm almost positive we all saw it together, although Gray would have been an infant, so he probably was not part of the original viewing, but um, I think they did a great job of uh, capturing the essence of the original with uh, some new modern twists. Um, But yeah, great film, awesome. My 2023 draft so far. Oh, God. Sound of Music, Annie, Mary Poppins. Oh, so all musicals. <laughs> Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. <laughs> also a long movie. Enchanted, Grease. All movies all that I like, so never watched more than once. Because Sister Act, Sister Act 2, Because they were old Tale. and because they were musicals. And Chitty Dodgeball. Chitty Bang These Bang all, is two hours like, and criteria. 24 minutes. Um, and that do- one I think would be... I think Chitty Chitty Baming is a legitimately good choice, though, because we did watch it a lot, mm-hmm. and there's a... I think there's... You watched it a lot. I think there's a lot to, <laughs> Nightmarish to talk content. about. I think there's a lot of wild shit to talk about in that movie. Sound of Music, I think, will be a little bit more boring to talk about. Um, so, just to recap, Sound of Music, Annie, Mary Poppins, Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, Enchanted, Grease, Sister Act, Sister Act 2, American Tale... American Tale Five Goes West and Dodgeball. Wow. I would love to revisit Dodgeball. I've I not seen, seen that Dodgeball movie in a long forever. time. I know. We got to talk about this movie. And I know it's going to be problematic. <laughs> um, anyway. But I think I think it's going to be one of the few Vince Vaughn movies where we're not cringing the whole time because he's not too Vince Vaughn-y in it. Or they're like balanced. They put the Vince Vaughniness in its right environment. Yeah. To yeah. thrive. Yeah. Speaking of Vince Vaughn, Lindsay Lohan. Um, <laughs> Let's get to these pre-watch notes. Let's get into our uh, our pre-watch notes. Okay. I guess I'll go first. Um, watched this movie so much as a child. Definitely thought they were twins. Real twins originally. This summer camp was goals, but also a fantasy. I thought the mom gave off major Princess Di vibes. Mm-hmm. I can recite this entire movie to this day, including the soundtrack cues. 
Lizard scene and Meredith on air mattress in the river was peak comedy. Um, I love this movie so much. It was one of my favorite movies of all time growing up. I did not know it was a CGI Lindsay Lohan and body double. I thought this was definitely a twin. Um, Hot Janice is in it. Um, (laughs) This made me want to go to camp. What a mistake. Uh, The hot bitchy lady is apparently 26, and it makes me feel certain feelings. Um, As a 27-year-old, I will never be that hot. It's a great movie. (laughs) Great. I don't know if I can think of a more iconic movie from our childhood. You guys loved it. I loved it. Mom loved it. Apparently now I know dad loved it. Um, The fencing scene was way more badass as a kid than as an adult, but I won't fault it because it's still very fun. I've yet to try Oreos and peanut butter. Honestly, the whole summer camp part of the movie is perfection. Um, Nick Parker is who I want to be when I grow up. His look, his house, his job, his Jeep, everything. His Jeep. Although... Although Elizabeth James is also so freaking badass with her cool ass job and beautiful home, I just want to live inside this movie forever. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Nancy Myers is an expert at making you want to live inside her movies, and this is no exception. Yes. This is my favorite Nancy Myers movie. Um, it is gorgeous. And you barely even see a kitchen in it. It's just it's still a perfect movie. I know. <laughs> um Yeah, you don't even see the London's kitchen. I know. The London house's you, kitchen. The closest you get is the dining room. <laughs> Gray, um, I'm really pissed about how good these scores I'm giving you are. Um, I know last week you were saying that, like, oh, you you nitpick good. so much. Good, good. <laughs> which I do. But I I'm, I want to let you know I want, I'm being true to my heart and true to you. <laughs> fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess we'll just get into it. Nostalgia. 10. 10. Love it. Off to a good start. Sit through ability. 10. 10. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Appropriate for children. Appropriate for children. Nice. Does it hold up? I put 10. I have a 9. Love it. Can I follow this? And can I follow? I put 10. Oh my god, I put a 7. <laughs> well, Holland, you're wrong. Allegra, you're perfect. Allegra, <laughs> you had a perfect score? I thought this movie was perfect. <laughs> I couldn't find a single fault with it. I love every inch of this movie. Um, my, I know we'll that. I love I every love inch it. of this movie, too. But I can accept that it's not entirely perfect. So, Gray, who knows? Maybe Holland will be um, your nightmare today. Uh, but I couldn't find fault. I can be your angle or your devil. <laughs> so, listen, like, first note right off the bat, I used to get so hype when Nat King Cole started singing. Oh, my God. My first note is soundtrack oh my God, is iconic, yes. no skips. <laughs> At me. We like yeah. memorized this song. I, feel I said like the we same had thing. This soundtrack on CD. Did we? That or no? I think we just watched it enough. Maybe. Or you know what? You know what it was? When I was in second grade, Uncle Steve made me a burned CD mm. <laughs> for my birthday, and 
I know at least L.O.V. like Love by Nat King Cole was on it, and I think he put like a couple songs from the soundtrack on that CD. And isn't his daughter the one singing the credit song? The this oh Natalie movie. Cole, yeah. yeah, yeah. This movie starts and ends with Nat Cole's. <laughs> yes. I'm so glad that. That's a very cute birthday present to give to your like young niece. A burn CD. <laughs> like I know all the movies you love because I'm usually the one administering the videos. And I'm going to make you a mixtape of Honestly, all of your favorite it movie was, songs. It's a banging CD to this day. I know it has Nat King Cole on it. It's got a lot of Britney Spears and NSYNC and Backstreet Boys. The Powerpuff Girls theme song is on it. I think there's like a Dexter's Lab like excerpt quote thing Uncle Steve on there. used to... Oh yeah, he was, always big, he was always big on the interludes. Yeah. yeah. Like movie excerpt yeah. interludes for his... like Because I remember he made one for us. And it had the Scott. Michael's eighth you birthday party CD. You just don't get it. Get it. Do you? Do you? You don't. Yeah, yeah, that was the Michael's eighth birthday party CD. Yes. I know this. Also because, a banger. Because when Han <laughs> moved to New York, I got her car and she had left that in <laughs> the, the CD, CD track. track so. See, I still listened to it in 2014. So. <laughs> <laughs> You're all I ever wanted. Yeah, I think that's how it opens. <laughs> yeah, and there's also, you know what uh, track two was? What? Aaron's party. Oh, of course Erica. it was. Of course oh, it was. Oh, <laughs> of course it was. I was driving my friends around in college, and I was like, "You have to listen to this CD." And so Aaron parties came on, and someone in my car was like, "I've never heard this song before in my life," oh, and I was God. like, "How? But <laughs> Who's never heard Aaron's party?" And so the part where everyone's going, "Come get come, it, come get it," he thought they were saying cotton candy. <laughs> cotton candy. <laughs> Your friend was like, I'm sorry, I was just more of a that's how I beat Shaq kind of kid growing up. <laughs> I never heard the rest of the discography. I put it in the, the hoop like slam. slam. Like slam. I heard the crowd screaming out jam. Screaming out I swear jam. that I'm, I'm telling you the facts. Because that's, that's how I beat Shaq. that's how I beat Shaq. There's going to be a nine-part <laughs> Lakers documentary coming out on Hulu this year. I hope that song is it. <laughs> that's the theme song. He was in the music video. Yeah. Shaq was having a moment in the 90s. Well, I mean, he I was think that was like early 2000s. One of the most, still. he was one of, yeah. Shaq was the fucking man in the 90s. Yeah. One of the most dominant, like, basketball players of the time. Anyways, anyway. uh, we digress back into the movie. <laughs> yeah, I also often talked about the soundtrack and just, like, the, the original score, too. The oh, down, yeah. now, 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 down, now, 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 boom, 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 in Truckee. Yeah, this, so this... I never went to camp. I think we've all, or I guess Allegra and I have already both mentioned this. We might have even talked about this on the podcast before, but this movie is responsible for giving me way too high of expectations for what summer camp oh, was yeah. supposed this to was be. Oh, yeah, this was rich person summer camp. This was rich person summer camp where it seemed like it was just like a choose-your-own-adventure, 
we have all of these activities available to you and you can just do whatever you want all day. The dining hall is beautiful and the food is amazing. And I'm like, not, no ma'am. Not they were like provided like well, uniforms and like yeah. camp clothes and stuff. Oh, and don't, don't forget fencing classes. Yes! Yeah, Nancy Myers was like, what do children do at camp? Fencing? I'm sure they do fencing. I I know. I think I though I never really questioned the fact that they had fencing at this camp before watching it today. And I'm just like, what bougie ass camp is fencing though? Never in my life have I encountered fencing. Like, I have never That doesn't mean it doesn't exist though. I know, but I'm just like I'm like We're not in that tax bracket. Definitely <laughs> not in that tax bracket. No. But I just I don't I have think a little I question could for you name guys. anyone I know who knows how to fence. I knew one guy in high school. Okay. He went uh, to my college. Excuse me, fencing. I can prove that wrong. Dad now knows how to fence. Oh my god. Different kind of fence. <laughs> Boo. Sorry, I had to do it. That was that's a joke that dad would say too. Um anyways, I have a little game up. for you guys. It's the latchkey sibs. Uh, exclusive which summer camp would you go to? Okay. We have Parent Trap. That summer camp. We have um, Dirty Dancing Summer Away Camp. And we have Camp Green Lake. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, what are the choices? Uh, mm, Which one is it? Parent Trap. But hold on, hold on. But you get to live the outcome of each movie. So, would you rather just go to this super cushy camp, find out you have a twin, and then you learn you can't fuck your dad, even if he's really hot, <laughs> or or mom, or mom, whichever one you're deciding you are in that situation, but you can't fuck your parent, so you have to just be okay with that being your parent. I mean, Two, seen their homes. Dirty Dancing, you get to be banged out by Patrick Swayze. <laughs> And learned how to dance. Yeah, and some poor woman has a and learned how to abortion. dance. She survives. And <laughs> <laughs> just saying. Or three, or three, you put up with a pretty brutal summer, but then you become like a multimillionaire at the age of thirteen. Yeah, I'm gonna stick with Parent Trap still. <laughs> but you have to be the one to try and execute the parent trap and that doesn't mean it's successful absolutely you have to put it on absolutely no problem if i have a twin hell yeah i'm choosing dirty dancing maybe i'm blinded by the shwayze but i'm choosing dirty dancing especially because i think there are going to be psychological implications and there's gonna be a lot of therapy post parent trap the fact that you find out you have a twin when you're 11 and that you have a whole parent who like abandoned you and took the other twin away from you. That's that's like when you're 11, it seems like all fun and games. But I feel like that shit's going to come back up in therapy later. You, you know, know what I'm saying? I- yeah. Holland is Holland. You're like you're like at least with Dirty Dancing. You had this you were still a rich kid before mm-hmm. you're a rich kid after. 
and you get to fuck Patrick Swayze. Exactly. So you're like, and I learn how to dance. Win-win. I learn an important lesson about like... You carried a watermelon. I get my privilege checked. I learn a little more about the world. I carried a watermelon. <laughs> yeah, I carried a watermelon. Like... <laughs> I, you bring up I'm a good choosing point. holes. Of course you would. You went to some brutal, Be- awful desert summer, almost dying, and you're like, "Well, I get some pals and some money." I get you get friend friends for life, a good tan, probably a decent bod, and you walk away a multimillionaire, gener- literal generational wealth. And you still have the same family before and after. You make all of their lives better while making your own. And actually, with that curse being broken, your dad becomes a self-made millionaire. Mm -hmm. Thank you very much with Sploosh. (laughs) So, like, I'm taking holes because everybody wins. This is a pretty good, like, litmus test to just... It's like, are you a Holland, (laughs) an Allegra, or a Grey? We all chose a different option. (laughs) You bring up a great point of like, for some reason, this movie made us want to go to camp real bad, but it did not make us want to get our parents back together. No. I mean, it came, to be to be fair, this came out before our parents got divorced, but I don't think we ever... We were never influenced by it. We I don't think we ever were like, let's try to get them back together, because... Because like in hindsight, I'm like, God, I hope no kid actually like saw this movie and got like false hope about getting their parents back together. That's so sad. Uh, but did it give us any ideas on how to potentially murder one of our parents' significant others? <laughs> okay, I did. I definitely did write a note about like can definitely relate to being. Icy and unwelcoming to a parent's significant other. Hostile. That was my jam <laughs> as a child. That was my defense mechanism. Did we watch two? As a child. Yeah, I mean, two divorce kids movies back that, to back. I know we are watching two divorce dude, kid movies back to back. <laughs> I'm sensing a theme here. Um, I, dude, okay. I was laughing so hard. At just like the very uh, subtle, but super, at least in my mind, super hilarious prank that they were pulling on Meredith on the camping trip by just putting rocks in her, in her backpack, backpack without her noticing. <laughs> because, like, if I'm just saying, like, if they were hiking all day and they didn't set up camp until nighttime, you gotta assume that's like at least a 10 mile hike. And she's fucking, they're just adding, like, the common thing with backpacking, every ounce counts. Yeah. And so they're just fucking throwing that shit in there is so funny to me because she's just such a fucking noob. I've also been there having to hike with a very... uh, Novice hiker. Novice, yes, novice hiker. And they're probably Who is... Not having fun very early on, but you have to put up with them because it's a very long hike. So, yeah, I was just like, oh, I wish I could have done that. Like, just like a little dig just to make me feel a little bit better on this, like, terrible experience we're all going through. Okay, but the lizard in the mouth, traumatizing. (sighs) That was an appropriate reaction in my book. Yeah, she had it coming. Just take it (laughs) off. Just touch your face first. Don't go. (gasps) 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 Just fucking like you slap that off your face as soon as you feel it. Yeah, I would have 
and like yeah you wouldn't you wouldn't just around. be standing there you'd be like get it off of me <laughs> honestly also you would feel that on your head like lizard in the mouth i'm turning around yeah <laughs> yeah i'm like i'm going I am out of here <laughs> also props to the mom props to elizabeth for somehow swindling it so she not only doesn't have to go but it's like she she like worked it out a way that where she didn't have to go fucking camping. She's yes. like I'm like I yeah. too would much rather stay at home and just chill with Chessie. Yeah, just like, drink wine with Chessie with no kids. Exactly. Wait, but I have a question for you guys. Did do you guys think that she knows that Meredith will be horrible and will break them up, or is she just trying to get out of camping? I think she's really just. trying Does to she get out also of kind of in the game of like? This is going to be miserable for all of them because of how much she sucks. So I'm backing out just to like even just fan the flames even a little bit more. I kind of think she is. The vibe I always got was that she's still very like trying to protect her heart. And even though the kids are trying to get them together and they're aware of that, I think she's just like, um, no, this is a bad situation. Also, fuck camping. Um, what would I, I do in a situation to prove I'm not still into him? I know I'll make sure the girls can like get to know her better. That's a selfless thing to do. Like especially because she ends up being like, no, we can't. I'm going back to London. I think she's just still too scared of getting Close. back into it with him. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was I'm mostly just trying to get out of camp. But but I think she probably was also like. Like, this is a good opportunity for them to, like, get to know each other, whether that's a good thing or a bad thing. (laughs) Yeah, that's kind of what I feel, is that she was like, if it works, it works, but if it doesn't, it does not. Can we talk about how much, first of all, how much I love Chessie. Yes. Chessie is an icon. Chessie's a queen. I love upon um, Annie... Hallie's arrival home. As they are unpacking, Chessie is just spilling all the tea yes. on Meredith and is like, "Yes, just rundown. immediately." If you ask me, like, there's a million reasons why she's with your dad, and they're all in the whatever bank. But don't let me influence yeah, you. Yeah, don't but don't let, let me influence you. You, <laughs> you go meet her yourself. I'm like, Chessie, you're a little sneaky bitch, and I love you. <laughs> she's so fun. yeah, she's great. Every outfit in this movie, not, I mean, I'm, I'm jumping off with Chessie's outfits, but every single outfit in this yeah. movie that everyone wears, except for Meredith, is amazing. Yeah. Iconic. I want, not only do I want every single jacket that Dennis Quaid wears in this movie, either jacket or button down that he wears over the white tee, but I also want his forearms yeah. in those shirts. I, okay, I think major star like major highlights like top 10 outfits one is definitely the little powder blue suit that Lindsay Lohan wears to the bridal shoot so cute I I feel like every single outfit that Lindsay Lohan wears in this movie is shit that mom would be like yes yeah especially in London especially especially in London oh my god yeah every outfit she wears in London is gorgeous (laughs) <laughs> her little her intro outfit Annie's intro outfit with like the plaid matching headband and suit uh-huh. and skirt so precious oh but like okay I wasn't a fan listen obviously Annie is Ashley and Hallie is Mary Kate yeah 
I wanted to be Hallie I was so a Hallie girl. fucking badly. I was a Hallie girl. When she's yeah, when they're playing 100%, poker. Yeah, hundred percent. Hallie through and through. And she has that little messy bun, like the that yeah. hairstyle yeah. had me in a chokehold. <laughs> I wanted that my entire childhood up to teen years. I'm like, I want this. And her hair. little bomber jacket she wears oh, in that scene too. She's so cool. Yep. Yeah, she's so cool. Yeah. Although upon so this cool. viewing, yeah, I'm definitely like, more of a ha- I'm definitely more of a Hallie girl. <laughs> yeah, they're like, but they're kind of little psychopaths. I'm like Hallie's defense mechanism is denial, followed immediately by bullying. <laughs> yes, and they're they're hashtag they're gatekeep hashtag girl boss. <laughs> what is it? It's a girl boss. Girl boss gate. Wait, gaslight. Gatekeep. Yeah, gaslight. Gatekeep. gatekeep gaslight. Girl, yeah. girl boss. <laughs> That's Hallie's motto. That is exactly Hallie's it. mantra. Yeah, Annie is definitely the sweet one, but they both are prank fiends. Oh, I, oh my God! This movie. How did how did a bunch of eleven year olds get beds on top of the? On I top had of the, the roof, exact same I'm, note. Really Here's what I think. Beds. I think Marva Junior was actually pretty game <laughs> until she got in the crossfire. So I think she might have helped. Oh, Janice is so hot in this movie. <laughs> well, I was going to ask, was another iconic outfit for you the tie-dye shirt that tie-dye girl wears? And I was wondering if you two had a an awakening with tie-dye girl. Because I, I don't care about tie-dye Because I know I've seen that that has been, that's a thing. Hey, tie-dye girl. Yeah. Oh, she is very strong. You're yeah. right. She is. Yeah, that's pretty. Is it because she and calls she like, Lindsay Lohan babe? And she calls Lindsay Lohan babe. It's very lesbianic <laughs> of her to have done that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think, know that's a thing. I've yeah. seen it pop up on TikTok. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think it's, it was so much of a powerful. Like, it wasn't like Bernard the Elf from Santa Claus levels for me, but it definitely, right. like, it, it did something. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. I hope we get the Santa Claus this winter. I know, me too. Um, <laughs> also, I'm surprised but, yeah, we okay. never taught ourselves the handshake. I was thinking, oh, oh, like, Megan how did I we did. never do that? That is so up your alley. Megan, I, I did know. in year one of our relationship. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Why did the whole camp have to come watch them get put in the isolation I, cabin? I don't know. Also wrote that I down. Like, no idea. I feel like they did that in Adam's Family Values as well when they were putting Wednesday and uh, Pugsley in that cabin to watch The Sound of Music. Shout I out Sound also of Music again. think it might have happened in the original movie too. Mm. So. Okay. That might be why. Staying on track. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. Because in the 60s, corporal punishment and like public humiliation was... Standard practice. So that makes sense. I will say. Um, okay. Can we please talk about how fucking good Lindsay Lohan is in this movie? Not she, only oh is she doing an amazing job playing two different people, but on top of that, she's doing an amazing job playing two people pretending to play each other. Yes. She, yes. I got lost in that so often. Like, she not is, once did I remember they're the same person until, like, I, like, physically had to remember that fact. She is doing an incredible job for being, what, like, 10, 11? I think that I wrote this down as well, where, like, we have watched enough garbage kids movies, I think, to really get an understanding about where the bar is for child actors. Uh-huh. And she is so above she knocks and beyond. Because you can tell that she tries really hard to have a good British accent when she's Annie. And she purposely tries to fuck up the accent when she's Hallie playing Annie. Mm-hmm. She even, 
even when they're like in the middle of like transforming each like like Hallie is like saying like oh I need to cut your hair I need to pierce your ears blah 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 there's even a moment where Annie like is like are you kidding me but it like her accent falters and but then Hallie's like oh you're sounding just like me like she's even like showing the transition of them like learning each other's accents in the movie yeah like she's playing 4d chess yeah she quote unquote let the lets the British accent pop out when she's Hallie yeah yeah, it's out. Like she's doing an incredible job. In this she's movie. killing it. Yeah, she's killing it. And it's her. It's her first movie. It said introducing Lindsay Lohan in the credits, and she knocks it out of the park. She carries this movie. She truly yeah. does. And she's eleven years old playing. It's two outrageous. Parts. She's so good. She's so good. Um, I who's love- prettier, Natasha Richardson or Dennis Quaid in this movie? Oh, that's a really hard question. <laughs> There's no right answer. There's no right. They're both. They're. I. They are both equally pretty in different ways. I'm in love. I'm absolutely in love with both of them yes. at the same time. Yes. 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 I understand why each of them desperately want to meet the. I mean, aside from the fact that they're their parents, but I'm like, I would also fall in love with them and not think about the fact that they abandoned me as a child. <laughs> this movie made me bisexual. <laughs> This movie made Lindsay Lohan bisexual. <laughs> it's just there are so many beautiful people in this movie. Um, by the way, because Dennis Quaid and Meg Ryan's son is the ma- is Dewey in The Boys, I call him Quaidface. <laughs> I don't remember. Because like, sometimes, most of the time, he's like Meg Ryan face. But he'll get all angry, and it's like, oh, that's Quaidface. Quaidface. <laughs> <laughs> now, Dennis Quaid is so unbelievably hot in this movie. He's so 90s hot, so too. So 90s hot. It's like, I understand why Meredith is all over him. Yeah. Aside from the million reasons in his bank account. Um, um, we haven't even dude, talked about Meredith? Martin. Oh my God, Martin! Martin, my kid. He's a bisexual king. Yeah, let's talk like fashion, impeccable, horniness at a ten. The outfit he wears to their wedding in the photos, his little cheetah print neck scarf. I was like, I love him so much. I would marry Martin. I wish his leather jacket when he's like, oh, I'm on vacation. Yeah. Speaking as a friend, if I had your legs, <laughs> I'd wear this little number. And she wears it. And she wore it on the boat. Yeah. <laughs> Martin's a homie. Oh, man. Okay. Can, I'm going to tell you why my can I follow this score is not a 10. Mm. The entire premise <laughs> of this movie is psychotic. Yeah. If you think about it in real life. The fact that these two psychopaths, they met on the QE2, which I looked up. It's a week-long journey, at least now. Maybe it was slightly longer in the 90s, but, like, probably not that much longer. They seemingly met on the QE2 and then got married on the QE2 after knowing each other for, like, a week? I Maybe they were just, No, like- no, 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 no. I saw... No, no, there was different years they were two different times because there was a timeline i remember like hearing about some of their things they had met and i think they were married for like three years and then had the kids and then split so like it was 
I think the the the, the I think their marriage on the QE two was an homage to, to how, how they, they met. met. Okay, so it was that's two. What I so, okay, so ignore that part, but still, worse. They were married for three years, and then they split. Like Elizabeth seemingly leaves him like in a fight in a rush in a whatever because she, she's like well you can come flurry. after me but just takes one baby with her yeah. and then never looks back and they're just like this is how this is and we're not gonna tell our children that they have a twin that exists on the other side of the world it's pretty fucked up like the movie is oh my god 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 i forgot to read you guys the summary from imdb <laughs> read it now I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We can get back to this, but this is my favorite summary yet. <laughs> okay. All right, Holland, edit this. This part. is absolutely my favorite summary well, that whatever. I've ever just... had the pleasure of copy and pasting. <laughs> we'll put a pin in it. We'll put a pin okay. in it. Let me get through it just because it's so funny. Okay. When two preteens named Hallie and Annie meet through their summer camp, their two lives are rattled when they realize that they are identical twins. With parents. British mother, a.k.a. famous dress designer Elizabeth, and American father, a winemaker named Nick, living in two different sides of the universe. (laughs) The The girls... I don't even understand this sentence structure. Anyway, then it just goes, with these parents... Uh, with living in two different sides of the universe, the girls decide to make an identity swap in hopes of spending time with their other parent. The girls later choose to inform their guardians of the swap while at a hotel in San Francisco, (laughs) which later reunites the divorced pair and sends them back into remarriage with each other. And this was written by... (laughs) The hotel is in San Francisco, hence the Golden Gate Bridge. (laughs) That was the name of the person who wrote it. It's like they purposely yeah, wrote like it. after every summary, after every summary, it's like double, like the long hyphen, whatever yeah. you call that. Yeah. And then it says either like someone's name or someone's email. And so this one was like, the hotel was in San Francisco, hence the Golden Gate Bridge. <laughs> it's like they wrote it as confusingly as humanly possible. <laughs> and like, and like, I like how they're like, you can tell it's San Francisco. Because they show us. <laughs> because the of the way that it is. Although I know that that hotel okay. is actually not in San Francisco, like where they filmed it. I think that hotel is no, in LA. No, it's in Marina Del Rey. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, the fact that but, this movie... Okay, to get back to your point, they she didn't leave in a flurry and just like take one kid. They discussed this. They're like, this is why we decided on this way because it would be too difficult. I think she left. And then when they just like decided that that was final, that they were not any longer to be married... They were like, I'll just take, that's when they were like, just take one. I need one. We can't do the back and forth if you're going to be in London and I'm going to be in California. Like we can't split them. It's still such an insane thing to do. How did the courts allow this to happen during the divorce proceeding? It's just (laughs) like, it's so like, even if. One kid lives with one parent, one kid lives with the other. As a parent who, like, this movie goes to great lengths to show how amazing they are as parents. How would they, how are they cool with being like, gonna abandon that one for life? Gonna abandon that one for life, and they will, 
not only am I abandoning them, they will never know that I even exist. They'll never know that their sister And that exists. they have a twin. <laughs> like, like, And their twins will never know that the other one exists. What a fucked up thing to do. How batshit insane. <laughs> like, I'm I feel s- like I can forgive this more in the original version in the 60s. Because that seems like some weird, like, fucking... Societal bullshit. 60s parent thing to do. But this is crazy. And like, then it's hard to translate to the 90s. <laughs> and I watched this documentary called Three Perfect Strangers. And oh, yeah. It's about, like, twins and triplets being separated from birth. And As a science experiment. Yeah, spoilers. Yeah, but, like, um, the, basically, these, like, the adoption agency uh, would send people out to these homes to check up on the separated triplets and stuff. And they, like, notice, like behavioral issues trouble sleeping like night terrors depression and they don't know why because they're separated from their triplets yeah and it's like what are you what are you doing like to not know that they exist at all like i know that this happens with adoption and separations but it's like both parents are involved both parents seem to care very deeply about their daughters and they're and then they're like no 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 I will never see them, and they will never know they have a twin. Yeah. 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 So that's why All I can say is it was the 60s, and Disney was money hungry to make a remake. (laughs) That's why I can't give it a perfect score. Just because, like, it's like, I know it's a movie. I love this movie anyway, but it's just, like, it's hard to like get past that oh sure but matilda having magical powers gives it a perfect score it's different because the- i didn't score matilda you guys did like <laughs> matilda thematically makes sense it's like it's yes, a different universe it's like the fact that the parents are being shown as amazing and caring and loving and yeah. they're so happy when they see their other daughters and they just really want to be a whole family it's like you want all of these good feelings to be true but it's so hard to reconcile that with the fact fact that you were willing to never speak to one of your daughters seemingly forever and also not tell your your child that you're raising that she has a sister like even just saying like yeah your dad and your sister who you're never gonna meet live in california what is the reason yeah they can't know about each other yeah i don't get why it's a secret (laughs) because they think oh i want that'll mean like they'll so i never have to see him again like oh and if the divorce was that bad this movie shouldn't work yeah (laughs) (laughs) i mean i believe in their love i still believe in their love and it seems like the movie does posit like they were young and dumb and had tempers. She says that. Like, it seems like they were fucking messy. Listen. As young people in love, which led to this insane scenario. Like, it seemed like they were not ready for the relationship originally. And now they've come back and they're more established and they're like, the feelings are still there, but we're a little more mature now. And I'm like, I, I'm on board for that. I can suspend my disbelief to be like... I don't care that there's this weird fucked up thing that's happened. I still love and support this relationship because they have fucking chemistry. And you that know, scene in the in his little wine basement. Oh, man. oh my god! When he's showing her oh all the bottles god. of wine that he collects, and he's like, and well, then this says he bought forever. every single bottle of the that wine 
has ever been produced of the wine that they had at their wedding. I mean, I guess oh, both of them me up forever. Yeah. Maybe both of them went through a lot of anger management in the past eleven years because <laughs> so. like they don't really have a temper in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, the mo- so once the parents finally meet again and it's all out uh. in the open. That's when the twins kind of stop mattering as individuals. Yeah. Lindsay Lohan still does a good job of, like, keeping the characterization about with each twin. But it's like, nah, you're kind of just the twins now. Yeah. And now this is fully a romance. Yeah. (laughs) Because, like, that moved the That's when Nancy Myers, the Nancy Myersism of the movie really comes in. Yes. Yeah. It's like, I am here for adult complex relationships and i'm gonna make that known yeah and it's more it's like yeah twins as a unit but uh, but now it's just like hijinks of getting the parents together the boat dinner the camping trip pranks okay can we talk we got to talk about the camping the attempted murder (laughs) are you being our favorite part of the movie yeah i'm like i do know we we get to talk about the camping trip i have notes okay first of all um you have the floor I already talked about putting rocks in someone's backpack (laughs) is evil, but hilarious for the context. Having one plastic bottle of Evian (laughs) for an overnight camping trip is just reckless. And that no one even (laughs) told her ahead of time is reckless. Um, Bringing a canvas tent on a backpacking trip (laughs) and then lining it up, putting it up on a slant right by the water that's just once again reckless, so foolish, rocky. such a rocky beach, and just fully, fully depending on catching fish to survive. You gotta have a backup plan. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Sur- they had beans. I'm sorry. They had beans and trout. Hopefully, they that's had a some smelly ass bars. tent. Let me tell you, <laughs> that's a smelly tent in the morning. Um, and then also bringing a air mattress on a backpacking trip. I said earlier, every ounce counts. <laughs> you have that pump? You're bringing the pump with you? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, because they, they loaded up that Jeep. But then we just saw them hiking around with none of the supplies from the Jeep. Oh, you know the dad had to carry so much extra shit. <laughs> Yeah, but those shoulders can take it. <laughs> um, however, I do know at least I feel like whenever I watch this movie with Allegra, we were always like so amped up and hyped and thought the funniest part of the movie was when they dragged Meredith out of her tent. She like does a little stick up of her leg and is like, Nikki, and like. I remember dying laughing at that part. And then when she wakes up in the morning with the bird on her and she falls in the lake, I just know that Allegra, that was like peak comedy to Allegra and I. We would rewind I, that scene over and over again. We watched it over and over and over again. And you know what? It still holds up. It's still fun. Even though logically I'm like, would she just stay in the middle of the lake? Would she float down? Like, I don't really understand. But it was why a- are you standing up? <laughs> Yeah, I did say that. I'm like, why is she standing? What a fucking idiot. Um, but then also, like, I can I can recite the entire scene once she gets out of the water. Uh-huh. 
And she's like, listen here, pal. As soon as we get married, we I'm sending those two brats off to Switzerland. It is either me or them. Get, get the, the picture? picture. <laughs> okay. Them. What? T-H-E-M. Them. them. Get the picture? Get the picture. <laughs> and I'm like... How psychotic are you to think that he would choose you over his children? Well, <laughs> after this conversation, maybe not that psychotic. Yeah, he that's literally true. abandoned one of them before. But he raised the other one, so. <laughs> He's like, uh, you may only send Annie away to Switzerland, <laughs> actually. She's European. She'll love it. <laughs> God. Uh, Me- Meg's uh, one line is, honestly, the most unrealistic part of this movie is the fact that they think they can plan a whole wedding in two weeks. Yeah. Oh my god, I was I also forgot how like quick the engagement was. Like they're literally it's too they searching for a venue. Still searching for a with venue. With 2 weeks left. So it's like they have a date but they don't have a venue and like they, they're and going to the hotel was last minute too cuz the whole reason for going to the hotel was like Annie as Hallie made up some excuse to like go to the hotel to like meet Meredith to have like a family time before the wedding or something but it was really so that the parents could reunite but after as they're at this last minute hotel visit Meredith is like we should tour the place to see if we want to get married here even though I've already said we're getting married in two weeks I'm like where did this date come from do you just did you just book like a minister and you're like we'll figure it out this is gonna be the day that it happens she's just like i need to lock this dude down as soon as humanly possible i know no room for error and then and also the engagement seemingly was only like eight weeks probably that's how long they were off at camp because pre-camp hallie had no idea of her existence like sure maybe they had been dating but that's still in like that's still very cool Eight weeks. Eight weeks is such a long time to go to camp and such a short time to get engaged. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Outrageous. Outrageous. I have so many notes and I I just, I have to bring up at least some of them. Um, This is the only movie poker scene I have ever thought was cool. Oh my God. I loved the poker scene. I always remember (laughs) thinking it was so cool how they had like nail polish and scrunchies, yeah. like a mixed shiny, in with the money quarters. pot. And I remember, you thinking, know what I like, thought about? I want to do this at camp. <laughs> what I was thinking about is like as the montage was going, they would just like show scenes of like you know the the money pot building up. Yeah, yeah. And they're just like dumping like coins on it. And I was I like paused it for a second, and the first thing that came to my head was like. It's like a dollar an hour. Because it was literally like, it was like six dollars and some nail polish. That was the entire, like, Yeah, but they're 11, so pot. that's like. Well, they're, this is rich kid camp. That's true. Could have been like $15. Yeah. <laughs> um, so. But there was like three crinkled $1 bills and then like nickels. Well, Annie like also. actual just nickels. Some of them could be pound coins, though, because Annie, Annie, I did see you put like a five pound note on the pile at one point too. Damn. And the conversion rate is favorable if you're putting it back into American dollars. So yeah. um so when Hallie and her bunkmates um 
do the the gross prank of like the booby trap the booby traps the iconic um, booby trap i felt like scene. not every girl in that cabin was treated equally <laughs> no <laughs> these girls were not pranked equally <laughs> so i'm like i don't know what that girl did to be covered in honey <laughs> but they fucking hate her Fucking one girl just gets covered in yarn and a fake spider falls on her head. Another girl has like shaving cream all over her. And then one bitch is covered in honey. She has six, six pounds of honey on her chest. I'm like, what did she do? Because like not even Annie gets that treatment. She just steps in it. And gets water balloons. She but, had yeah. the the perfect reaction too, where she was just like, ew, ew, <laughs> ew, ew, ew. Yeah, me too. <laughs> that would be traumatizing. It's in her hair. <laughs> I feel like sleeping with shaving cream on your head for hours cannot be good for you. Can you skin. imagine walking? It can't to, be good for you. You know they have to walk through some dusty ass dirt path to get to the shower and it's just getting caked into the honey. <laughs> Poor honey girl. Like how long, bugs. how long do you think oh it took God. to get that off of her? There would be so many dead bugs in the honey when she woke up. Gray, <laughs> what an amazing be. point. <laughs> She would have to throw that dress away. Hopefully it wasn't sentimental. <laughs> All their sheets are covered in honey. Oh, oh I mean, God. they're at Rich Kid Camp, though, so they can afford to buy uh, Yeah, they're clothes, for eight so. weeks. I would hope they can change their sheets. <laughs> <I know. laughs> oh, God. Like, yeah, Hallie, Hallie definitely deserved to go to that isolation cabin. I don't know if Annie ever did anything as bad as that, that prank, but I guess... It, their fighting is what led to that. Also, I feel like it's unsafe to have just two unsupervised 11-year-old girls in an isolation cabin yeah. far away from the rest of camp. I hope there's an adult, like, in sure. the downstairs of that keeping tabs on them I know, that we just, just didn't see. You see the size of the fucking scissors they cut their hair with? Like, I know. Come on. I know. They're, like, they're piercing yeah, each other's Yeah, as soon as they're ears. left alone, they're, yeah, they're piercing ears, using scissors... Fucking messing with the electricity. Yeah. You don't know what's happening. If you sent a girl off into the woods and she came back with pierced ears and you're a camp counselor, you're going, I will never financially recover I from literally, this. Literally, I wrote that. Like, her mom <laughs> is way too chill about the fact that she got her ears pierced at camp. I'm like, if my child, if I sent my child off to camp and she came home with pierced ears, I would be pissed that I wasn't told about it. Oh, you know, or mom. Even, or asked permission. Yeah, mom, mom would have been such pissed. a big deal about when we got our ears pierced for the first time. I she mom would have fucking sued that place if we got our ears pierced. Absolutely. Especially who got your been, ear? Who pierced your ears? We went it to was Claire's. not mom. <laughs> no, we didn't go. We went to some jewelry store in like Folsom. We didn't even go to Claire's. It's true. They, we, but we did get the gun. We got the gun. So which yeah. is why one of my ears was like infected. I got forever. my second piercing at an icing. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm like, you did what at camp with a needle in an apple? Like, yeah. we gotta take you to the doctor for tetanus. Because I bet. Because this is how this would actually come home. Like, we, if I got my ears pierced like that at camp, I would come home and mom would be like, um, you got your ears pierced? And I was like, yeah, I got it at camp. They had it there. I maybe would lie. I don't yeah. know. And then she would call the camp and the camp counselors probably would have no idea that it had even happened. Beca- and then, And then I would get in trouble for the apple ice 
needle situation, and then mom would probably try to sue the camp because they didn't even know that it happened. Okay, step <laughs> one, mom goes, what the fuck did you do to your hair? <laughs> yeah, also, yeah, your hair would not look that good if an 11-year-old cut it in real life either. <laughs> mom didn't want me to cut my long hair, period. Mom cried when I cut my hair for the first time. Yeah, so the... Elizabeth James is real. <laughs> Dad let me buzz my own head in the backyard. Oh, I know. Mom, I know. Mom, was, Mom was also pissed. mad about that, too. <laughs> um, I was in eighth grade, and I buzzed my own head with Dad's clippers and did a terrible job. Oh, no. And no one told me that I just had fucking, like, patches on the back of my head that weren't fully shaved I off. I don't remember that. Luckily... Luckily, my best friend's mom was a hairdresser, and I showed up to her house, like, the next day. I still went to school for a day, <laughs> and then went to went to his house after school, and she was like, who the fuck did that? <laughs> and I'm like, I did it. Did I, did I mess up? Because I'm just looking at the front, and she shows me a picture, or she shows me the back of my head with a mirror. And it was like, I still had, like, basically a rat tail on the back, and then just, like, one big chunk of hair. Oh my god. Like from my long curly hair that was just like right in the back middle. She was like, let me let me fix this. And like I thought she was just gonna be like, bzz, bzz, you're fixed. But then like she was doing it and I'm like, oh my god, there was so much hair that I missed. And dad just <laughs> didn't notice or didn't bother. Dad was, was just like, like you got this it, is son. <laughs> Dad's like, yeah, go to school. You were in eighth grade. I guess I was a senior in high school, so I was just probably also not paying attention to you at that point in my life. So wow. I don't remember that at all. Yeah. Ice cold. Well, it's not like it only lasted a day, too. So I probably didn't see you in between the shaving and like the the fixing of the hair. So to me, I'm sure it was like, oh, great, I got a haircut, <laughs> and I was like, Burp, over my head. Okay. I'm 18. I'm not paying attention to this. <laughs> so when Hallie as Annie first walks in the door in London, she meets her grandpa for the first time and she goes... Love the grandpa. She goes, what are you doing? I'm smelling you. When I'm older, I'll always remember that my grandfather smelled like pepperant and... To and to pipe tobacco. Pipe That's tobacco. from the original. That's a, a direct lift from the original. And I went, what a sweet but morbid thing to say to your grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> I love how the grandpa's also low-key in on yeah. the parent trap plan. Like, he... Like, immediately. He, like, yeah, he he sees through Hallie acting as Annie, and then... But he also, like, pays for that boat dinner. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's like, like, yeah, I always liked him. I'm like, so grandpa has money. <laughs> um, they... Everyone in this movie is rich as fuck. Have you seen their fucking house? No, it's no, a no, Nancy no, no. Myers movie. It makes me think that Nobody he, has seen... It's a... Full, has even like seen a person with poverty before it's a in an Nancy Myers movie. On beautiful home in Kensington in yeah. London. Like but they are rich rich. What I was gonna say is that it kinda makes it 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 seems to kind of sweet that like he doesn't have to live with his daughter. He just wants to. Yeah. They just love it's living in his together. house, honestly. Let's be real. But yeah, I know. I love oh, it. Oh, also when Annie as Hallie is meeting her dad for the first time and they're in the car and she's like talking about how much she's never gotten to say the word dad. Oh, so sweet. I'm like, how is Quaid not in fucking tears right now? I know. If your daughter, your 11 year old is going, I just love how much I get to call you dad. I'd be like, Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, I would also like, I'd just like to call out the fact that Cuppy is a perfect representation of what a child's, like, like uh, emotional support toy is, and that it is completely disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> Cuppy. But, <laughs> but, like, we all have it. Like, I had a bear, a, a polar bear stuffed animal named T, who is similarly raggedy. I actually have him in the next room. Spelled T-E-E. He had a hole. He, at one point, he had a hole in the neck. Uh, he used to have a scarf, but I think I From ripped From a scarf off, that you ripped out? Yeah. 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 Uh, it's kind of funny. So, because when you first ripped off the scarf, it not like there was a total hole. There was like a bit of like, There was like a mesh. Still. Yeah. And that's right where your mole was. I know. And you were like, look, we both we have matched. <laughs> yeah. Holland, you had T. I had... Sam, Sammy. Sammy, the little dog. It was like a no. Sammy it was, was the little one. Yeah, you had the beanie baby, and then like the big version. The big version of the yeah. Dog beanie I'm talking baby. about the big yeah. one. That was yeah, Sam. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah, you're right. Sam and Sam. And then Allegra had a pit. Yeah, yeah. Allegra had a stuffed animal pit. <laughs> I but had, you had a blankie. You had a I raggedy had a blankie. ass blankie. And it was some like whatever the fuck. It just was like yeah. Buy a ten pack of baby blankets, like one of those. Yeah. Not like the oh your grandmother. Because I also never had... met. You know, or your great grandmother crocheted this for you, and I'm like, that's cool. What about this though? Because I also I had tea and I had a blankie that our great grandmother made for yeah. me. But yeah. Um, anywho, absolutely, uh, died laughing. This is the first time I think I'd ever noticed this line in the movie where, um, Annie as Hallie is meeting Meredith for the first time. And she's like, how old are you? And she's like, 26. And it's like, and how old are you, dad? And it goes, ha wow, you're so into math. <laughs> <laughs> Suddenly so into math. I don't, um, and I, I do love just like the constant, shade about the age difference yes i like it's it is even funnier today watching her spin it as into you're gonna adopt meredith because that's more believable than you marrying her because of how old she is absolutely (laughs) and you can tell it fucks him up yeah he's like oh god she thought i was gonna adopt her i also love how just Similar, like, mentality, how even Dennis Quaid is not stoked that Meredith is coming on the camping trip. Yeah. Like, he was like, oh, I thought it was going to be the girls and their mom. And he's like, oh, she's coming. Great. Great. Cool. (laughs) Fun. And it's like, hey, dude, that feeling right there, maybe you should chase that before you go on a 10-mile hike with her. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Or marry her. Um, this movie is well, so long. Well, I think Martin that your guys' scores are perfect and you don't need to change a thing. Yeah, I just want to, I feel like I want to just like call out quotes that I wrote down before we really wrap it up. I love when Chessie was like, was talking to Annie as Hallie about like where her dad went and he's, she was like, oh, he and Miss, I'll just have a grapefruit, thank you, went <laughs> somewhere else or whatever. And also always remember, like, when they're at the vineyard and Meredith is there with that, like, guy. And then he's like, ooh, ice woman. Proud of it, babe. Like, that part always cracks me up. I have... Um, she can spell the word you is one of the attributes that 
uh, Annie as Hallie gives prop to Meredith for, as in, like, this is what I know about her. <laughs> yeah. Um, I absolutely want to call out, like, Martin is my king. Um, <laughs> how he's in a full-on speedo. He's packing. He sees a woman he thinks is attractive and immediately goes into, like, flirtation. I know. I'm like, this dude is confident <laughs> wearing nothing but a speedo. I know. <laughs> um, oh, I so in the scene in the hotel. And it works. <laughs> when they're like, no, you can't actually tell us apart, and we're, we refuse to switch back until you go camping. I was like, gaslight queens. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, when they go on the camping trip, and they're like, dad, no. And he just goes, cool it. I just wrote down, they did not, in fact, cool it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I also I wrote down, how humiliating would it be to fall into a pool in front of your ex that you haven't seen in like 10 years. That's yeah. that's pretty. And he recovers pretty quickly from Liz, that. She was feeling like shit because Well, yeah, because she, she has to elevator. be confronted yeah. with a wet Dennis Quaid. Yeah. He has the upper hand here. That's true. That is true. She really <laughs> needed that because she saw him in the elevator with the 26-year-old all over him and yeah. got hammered and then he yeah. fell into a pool. Yeah. Um. Also, after the THD... Uh, em them get the picture they still had to hike back yeah i know i'm like what was their trip back like you know the twins were doing a victory lap i like can't wait to get home to mom also there are mountain lions in northern california absolutely so i mean that's not how you you don't ward them off by hitting sticks i don't think no but i don't know where they were camping where but i feel like mountain lions are a possibility oh <laughs> here's this absolutely like we had mountain lions adjacent to our neighborhood growing up people lost a lot of pets that way so i don't know <laughs> um i feel like i used to maybe skip to the credits after the camping scene was over i think maybe oh, i really? thought the adult romance part of the rest of the movie was too boring <laughs> and i skipped to the end um okay i always Speaking of the end and the adult romance, I always thought it was so weird how there's just a prolonged shot of them, like, smiling on each other's mouths and not kissing at the end. (laughs) You know what I'm talking about? They're just, like, their faces are touching and they're smiling and they're doing, like, Eskimo kisses and it's, like, like a long time. (laughs) A long it's shot of that. Bizarre. I was uh, that Holland, like, that's this just is, love, okay? I was like, this is too intimate. Oh, Holland, yeah, maybe you should cool it. Gray and Meg do that literally every day. Not in front of me. How do you think I start my mornings? <laughs> hey, babe, good morning. I start my morning by just smiling into her teeth. <laughs> um, my very last note, I promise you, Gray, I'm almost done. Uh, I I absolutely love Martin in his wedding outfit. Bad form proposing at a wedding. I was honestly, yeah, true. I was underwhelmed by Elizabeth's wedding dress. I'm like, you're a wedding dress designer, and this is what you choose? It's her second wedding to the same man. That's true. Maybe she's like, let's not make a big deal out of it. And you can also, being engaged to a wedding vendor, um, Meg is like... If anything, like sick of a lot of the casual, the common wedding tropes, so she wants to avoid it. So maybe she's like, "I see wedding dresses every day. I just want to simplify it." I just didn't just like the mesh 
like long sleeve thing happening out the top of the dress. I thought it was ugly. It was the 90s. Yeah, I, I guess it was maybe like a more of a trendy piece than a classic one. <laughs> Mom, right in. Yeah. What do you think about her wedding dress? Um, all right. Should we wrap up with final, final scores? scores? Gray, did you have any final thoughts or notes as we were doing rapid fire? Um, this movie's perfect. Don't let Holland's stupid scores deter you. Um, well, <laughs> they've deterred me a little. Okay, my nostalgia sit through an appropriate or staying at 10. ten same. And my hold up, I'm keeping at nine. And my can I follow, I'm going to raise to an eight. My follow and hold up are now both nines. Honestly, that's fine. You know what? I Wait, take hold that on. back. So you guys kind of spit that out really quickly. Great. Um, I take it back. I was going to knock follow and hold up because of the whole abandoning your, your child thing but you know what i think it's only fair to knock one of them for that same reason so i'm going to do nostalgia sit through appropriate and hold up all tens follow is nine <laughs> all right well we've kept the same score okay <laughs> because of that <laughs> all right yeah. uh, bonus, bonus points, points. the dance the handshake. Um, I don't know. I'm gonna give it up to Chessie's sass. I don't think I ever really picked up on it before, and I love it. Like I picked up on how she was amazing, but I love like how shady she is. Yeah, because I'm like, I would be like in this movie. Realistically, I'm fucking Chessie. My, I'm fucking gossiping about people. <laughs> I love that the woman who plays Chessie and the woman who plays Meredith are best friends in real life. I do love that. I do love that. I also love... I did not know that. Um, the woman who plays Meredith is also in Romy and Michelle. And I like her character in that movie, too. So my bonus point will be for Martin, and your bonus point will be for Chessie, and those are the bonus points. There you go. Also, I I'm not will gonna, take it. I'm not going to give an additional bonus point, but I do just want to shout out uh, MVP of the movie is the Lindsay Lohan stand-in. Like, yeah. good job. <laughs> good good I work. I think I saw, like, a TikTok comment once that was just like, my sister was the body double in Parent Trap. <laughs> <laughs> Prove me Shout wrong. Shout out to her. <laughs> um, all right. Well, with those scores, with two bonus points given to me, my final score sits at 98. Damn. Damn. Wow. Near I perfect. Think very Near well deserved. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Absolutely. So that's why Fuck I thought yeah, you would be baby. upset, Holland. Is Gray's gonna get a bajillion points? I mean, I was already expecting that, so Yeah, can you give us the totals? Um okay, I will so, run through. Ugh, I'm so far behind, guys. Um, so as of after, so this is week 18, technically. So we've all done six movies at this point. And my score is 402. Allegra is 490. And Gray is 482. So Gray is creeping up Ooh, on catching her. up. Straight creeping. I am <laughs> very far behind. Holland's going to need some good strategic luck. I'm going to, yeah. Oh. 
boy. Speaking of Holland and well, her luck. First, Gray has to tell us trivia. Audrey. Yeah, before we get to that, let me tell you a little bit about this movie. So the budget was $15 million, Box office, 92.1. Damn. Did really well. Um, the lost boy who shows up at the girls' camp is played by Lindsay Lohan's real-life brother, Michael. Oh, okay. Um, I don't think I re- remembered that. When Lindsay Lohan... When she was 11, she pretended to be sick so she could skip school and audition for this movie. <laughs> Worth it. Um, an oddity for a Disney film... Um, this one shows a mother smoking a cigarette and getting deliberately drunk. <laughs> I loved messy um, the twi- James. Her. <laughs> All right. Me too. The twins in this movie uh, are named after the daughters of Nancy Myers. I that. Annie Myers Shire and Hallie Myers Shire. Hallie. Both of whom have small parts in the movie. Hallie plays a girl at camp at the beginning who asks where the Navajo bunk is, and Annie plays the towel girl at the hotel who brings Elizabeth the first aid kit. Oh. I do know that Hallie, like, a few years ago, she wrote slash, I don't know if she directed, but I know she wrote that movie Home Again with Reese Witherspoon, and Nancy Myers produced it, and I went to a, a premiere of it. So I, I've seen Hallie. In the flesh. <laughs> I knew that she had named... I've heard that Hallie. Nancy Myers actually directed it, but they just like were like, oh yeah, Hallie's directing it. But yeah. Nancy Myers like shadow directed it. I know a lot of Anyways, people have said that. <laughs> I wrote a review. I wrote during like a the booby, review about it. During the booby-trapped cabin scene where the water balloon is dropped onto Annie's head, a thumbtack was fastened into her hair so the balloon would pop before actually hitting her head the balloon was so heavy that simply dropping it on her would not have been likely to pop and could have caused serious neck injuries wow (laughs) um when hallie wins at poker the first time the twins play she produces a royal flush and says in your honor to annie obviously referring to her british nationality however the music being played in the background is the first notes to La Marseillaise, which is not only the French national anthem, but also revolutionary and anti-monarchic. Oh my gosh, that's so funny. It wasn't O Britannia? I mean, no, that was when they put the no. bunks on the roof. That's when they played oh, O yeah, Britannia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Um, and this is the third 98 movie, so fucking figure it out. Yeah, Titanic. <laughs> figure I mean, it out. Obviously, Titanic came out recently because we get a leonardo dicaprio reference in the movie listen you can't be hallie's a magazine girl girl after my own heart you Confirmed. can't you can't be a i movie, love a magazine collage you can't be a movie that comes out in 1998 in not reference titanic or leonardo dicaprio in some way no. <laughs> all right holland it's time for <gasps> big rock candy mountain roulette oh fucking a i i can't i can't my score can't take that be kind to me. You're choosing, or you are defending one of my choices. Oh, God. I genuinely think this could go either way. <laughs> okay. Charlie's Angels. Okay. Ooh. Okay. Not the worst option. Not the worst option. Also something I feel like we watched recently, but... I haven't watched it in a minute. We... We tried to watch it, and Meg was just not 
on not board. Into it. She was like, this movie's really bad. I don't remember. I have a lot of nostalgia for it's it, so maybe my goggles. Dated. It's definitely dated. It's definitely like, I can tell this movie was made in the year 2000. <laughs> it's, it's To call it male gazy is an understatement, but I know that the three leads became very good uh, friends and were very I feel like they were fairly involved yeah in the like but like the original Charlie's Angels was also very male gazy I think it's just part of the product it's just like the the time um, that it was made too. but like I loved but still pretty girl power I love Drew Barrymore and Lucy Liu so much um I liked Cameron Diaz a lot when watching this movie as a kid and then I watched Hot Teacher and I'm like I don't know. I don't know. I feel bad like teacher. Those are your only, those are your only Charlie or uh, <laughs> whatever Cameron, Cameron Diaz. Diaz movie references. <laughs> I guess so. What's the Mask? Oh, I forgot. That was her debut. I mean, we didn't watch The Mask a lot. Or The Holiday. I watched that movie one. Something time about Mary. Yeah. Did not like something about Mary at all. Anyway, <laughs> okay. I'm. I'm. Cautiously optimistic. optimistic. I, I still, I feel like Charlie's Angels is definitely not the worst thing left. So. That's true. I think, because I think as of now, we're all competing with kind of bottom of the barrel shit for the most part. So I feel like this is maybe not at the very bottom of the barrel. Yeah. You as- know? Aside <laughs> from the uh, appropriate for children, you might be Oh yeah, that well. one's that one's not going to be good for me. Um, and hold up probably won't either. But you know what? Freaking okay. I'm I'm excited alone for freaking what's his face Sam Rockwell. Um, Sam Rockwell. He's great in that movie too. Oh God, he's so good in this movie. Bill Murray's in this. One. And Tom Green, right? You're super Tom excited Green. for the Chad. Tom, Tom Green does make a cameo because wasn't he dating Drew Barrymore at the time? Either dating or married. Um, yeah. Andrew. Yeah. Joey. Joey. Matt LeBlanc is in it. Yeah. I don't know. Luke Wilson. <laughs> okay, we'll see. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. I'm cautiously optimistic. Bill Murray. Yeah. Sam um, uh, Oh, oh, uh, Tim Curry. That's oh, true. yeah. Tim Curry's a little cheesy creep. All right. Well. Um, The guy that plays Marty McFly's dad. Crispin Glover. <laughs> oh, God, that fucking weirdo. Crispin Glover. <laughs> <laughs> Um, we'll have a fun time watching. Yeah, I think it'll be a fun one to watch. Um, all right, so that's all we have for you guys today. Please follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at LatchkeySibs. You can email us at LatchkeySibs at gmail.com. Please especially follow us on Instagram. Every Friday we post a poll that you can vote in. You can vote on the Defending Sib of the Week and decide if their score deserves to lose a point, gain a point, or just stay the same where we post our final scores on Saturdays. Um, but yeah, until next next week, we're watching Charlie's Angels. And that's all we have for you guys today. Goodbye. L is for the way you look at me. O is for the only one I see. V is very, very Extraordinary E is even more than anyone that you adore can love. Is all that I can 
to you Love is more than just a game for two Two in love can't make it Take my heart and please don't break it Love was made for me and you Love was made for me and you Love I was made for me and 